Good afternoon, Mr. Ham. How are you doing, sir? Hello, Mr. Claywell. It has been a day. Has it? Uh, I'm just going to say, I, I don't know how many it's been since we've done this, but it's been at least one. I know oh, that. Well, yeah, in fact, yeah, it's been quite a while. We've missed, we've missed a few... Uh, We've missed a few here, but it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Life I think happens. I think there's I, yeah, there's been like major stuff that's happened like in the world since we were we were here sitting at this table um last. I think what our government closed and opened back up. Um Oh, did every, they finally open back uh, up? Yeah, yesterday I think they did. Um they oh. finally they finally come to a, a three week agreement. So who knows? It'll it'll all probably fall apart again here in a few weeks. But anyway, for right now, yay, federal employees, you're getting your paychecks here in a few days. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> we'll have uh we'll have security screeners at the airports again. No doubt. And and like air traffic controllers that are not calling in sick or having to go and, and walk their neighbors' dogs so that way they can get like, you know, McDonald's on their table. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, McDonald's, that's what they serve at the White House now, right? Amen. Did you see that spread? Yeah, yeah. That was some crazy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, hey, was, you that know, was probably what, like half of his annual revenue right there on the well, table. I, I, mean, I was like, I, I want to say that the, the number that I heard was somewhere around $3,500 worth of fast food that was bought and brought in there because um, it was like from so many various places and, and all of that. It was a lot of food that was I on the table. I thought it was table. all McDonald's. No, no, no. It was like Burger King and McDonald's and, and Hardee's oh. and, and they had like okay. salads from like Panera and they had like, I mean, there was just like an entire spread of all these different things. But oh, okay, yeah, it was okay. all still fast food. So, <laughs> all right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. I misunderstood that then. I thought they were all from McDonald's. So, yeah, no. It, it, it but I mean, I myself would have been excited to walk in there because I love fast food. <laughs> but right. I mean, I don't know that I would necessarily serve McDonald's on the White House's fine, you know, sterling silver platters and, and, and the fine china of the, 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 the White House. So it's kind of crazy, but you know, we're living in odd times. <laughs> yes, we are. We, yes, we are. But I'm glad that everything is is back to, uh, I guess, no longer at a grinding halt. Um, I, here's the one thing that I was concerned with. So I saw that IRS workers were furloughed, and you know, tax season is coming upon us here really, 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 really soon. Yeah, I've already filed mine. Have you already? I just got my W-2s a day or two ago, so I haven't done that. And I'm still kind of waiting for all the stuff from the bank where we're building the house and all that. Yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, I was thinking, man, if I go ahead and start filling out my taxes, am I going to get my return back in a timely manner? Or if I, or I'm gonna, am I going to be waiting for them to reopen the government? And I know they supposedly, supposedly were going to call people back for that. But then... Well, yeah. Well, I read on the website, it said that, uh, it, that the furlough would not affect the IRS. The IRS. Yeah. Okay. Well, they said it, w- well, they said it, it wouldn't impact tax returns. Yeah, I'd heard both ways. I'd heard like initially they were saying, well, you know, it, it IRS is going to be closed, or at least a lot of them are going to be furloughed and at home. But yeah, but most people do like I do. You file online; it's all processed through the computer. There's really no need for a person to right, right, uh, unless something anything. flags something. It just right. yeah, everything's just automated. Right. Um, but I was thinking. <sighs> will it affect it or not? I was kind of just, I was one of those people that was a little on the skeptical side thinking, well, I don't know if it's going to do it or not, you know? So anyway, right. right. Uh, I, I want to say one thing real quick. Yep. Uh, people, people listening, you may notice, hopefully I sound marginally better than normal. Yeah. Uh, for Christmas, I got a little uh, a, additional piece here for my vocal setup. So I now have a really good pop filter. Yep. So hopefully I won't explode anybody's ears anymore. <laughs> 
uh, I've had some problems with that. So this is I've a really, replaced, really nice pop filter. So yeah, I've only replaced speakers in my stuff at the house a couple of times because I crank us when, and listen to us afterwards. Okay, and, you know, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, um, so what's been going on? I haven't talked to you in like it seems like forever. It's been a while. Yeah, um, I mean, was it since New Year? We, whenever we all come right? and hung out. By the right? way, playing the games was awesome. Cards Against Humanity. I yeah. loved it. It was so fun. This is the first time I've actually played the game. I'd seen it, but never actually played it. That oh, was yeah, a that's lot really of fun. fun. And uh, that's uh, Cranium Dark. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of sat back and watched on that one, but I was, I was taking care of the kid. So Right. It yeah. was fun to play. Cool. It was really fun to play. Uh, things are good. Yeah. Um, awesome. Everything's going along pretty well. Awesome. Good deal. I've heard that the, the, possibly a little bit of shift in work, so schedule might be a little different. Maybe... Uh, episodes might not necessarily come out on Sunday. They may come out on Monday or Tuesday, something like that, maybe. Yeah. Just a yeah. minor shift, though. Yeah. They're uh, they're messing with my days off. That's, so uh, uh, going forward, I may not have weekends off anymore. So that might change the release days and it might affect recording, but hopefully not hopefully too much. Hopefully not too much. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, good deal. Good deal. We're still waiting on like the weather to break. I, I know I have... I, we've been trying our best to get our house under roof. We've got contractors on the line. Um, the one day that we were actually planning on getting everything together and, and trusses going on, um, we had the crane operator lined up. He was going to supposed to show up there that morning at like eight. The dozer operator is going to be there just to, to help the crane get in place and, and fix him a pad and all that kind of stuff. And the, the right. all of the, the contractors were supposed to be there. It was all just, I mean, everything was orchestrated. I had taken the day off so that way I could be there too, in case they need, you know, decisions needed to be made or anything. And then the contractor that morning at like seven thirty calls and he's like, Two of my guys called in, um, and then one of them's got frozen pipes, so he's not going to be able to come either. So I was like, ah. Yeah, that sucks, dude. So, yeah. So I start making phone calls, you know, cancel the dozer operator, cancel it. And I was like, you know what? I've already taken the day off. I'm going to go over there and work. So I spent the day over there just building, you know, by myself. And the dozer operator, operator he did come, and the crane guy came. So they kind of coordinated and built the pad and all. So we're ready to go just as soon as it dries up enough to get the crane in there <sighs> it's just been crazy does it have to be dry can it, it just freeze solid and they work yes actually it can um it, either way i'll take either at this point <laughs> but um they prefer dry but yes freeze would be fine because i mean that seems to be where it's going right now absolutely it's, dude i'm what we're looking at over this next week we've got like spikes of 50 degrees and then back down to the teens yep yeah, <sighs> that's what i saw crazy. the other day yeah <sighs> oh well i mean welcome to kentucky <laughs> If you don't I like the weather, it's going to change. Right right? This is true. I've noticed that our our weather is going crazy in this country. Like yeah. we've we've got these Arctic big blasts that are coming through. Now, I mean, I can remember it getting cold, you know, years ago, but like I don't remember it just being one after another of these Arctic blasts. So. Yeah, or it would be cold. But I mean, this like I was out in it the other day, and I mean, it was painfully cold yeah and like, if the wind blows at all dude yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah the wind too, yeah. the wind would just like literally hurt right i'm like why 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 is outside hurt <laughs> like that shouldn't be a thing you should be able to go outside without being hurt yeah no kidding and i could not i was working and man like my hands were just yeah like, like agony yeah it, it's terrible terrible yeah. so if you can stay in stay in right <laughs> I would advise it. Yeah, if I could, I would. That's for sure. All right. So um, this week, 
We're going to yeah. talk about some things that I think that might fall into that category of winter time and and all of this this season and kind of how it affects people. Right. Yeah. So you know, so I don't think we've done an episode since the holidays. No, we haven't. I think it was before, before Christmas that yeah. we we actually done the last episode. So that's one of the things I want to talk about. Um, this this particular time of year especially can be i mean it's great for a lot of people you get to see your family you get to spend time with everybody uh it's happy everybody's enjoying themselves for most people i think uh but then there are some people uh the holidays really get to them in a negative way they do they do uh it's just i am always pretty happy about the holidays like i enjoy getting to see my family and spend time with everybody and that always makes me happy uh, but it does seem to me like afterwards, like this time of year when the days are so short and right. uh, it's cold and you can't do anything. And I do think that I, it impacts me and I believe that I get mildly. I, I don't want I want to say like I've never been. Let me preface this by saying I've never been to a professional. I've never been diagnosed. I've never been anything like that. Right. But I definitely know it affects my mood. Right. Uh, I, I won't, I don't know that I could go so far as to say that it causes depression, but it definitely does impact my mood for sure. Well, there are so many levels of depression too. And I mean, that would be one of those things where I think if you did go and speak to someone, they might diagnose at, at even just a mild form of, um, right. and there is a clinical name for this. And oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, and it just so ha- happens that the acronym for it is SAD, S-A-D. Yeah. It is Seasonal Affective Disorder. Right. Um, and it affects a lot of people. That That's one of the things that I was I was looking at just before we started recording here is just to see how many people truly do feel this. Um, and now the the Seasonal Affective Disorder, the, the one that actually they diagnose and say this is really like extreme, mm-hmm. typically one to two percent of the population, which is still a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But the lesser levels of that kind of the the, the I don't want to say gateway, but the scaffold that SAD is built on um that's like 10 to 20% of the population because right. it affects so many. Well, I mean, it's just not to the extent that you would need to go and like get professional help for it. Yeah. Per se. <laughs> and, and they believe specifically with seasonal affective disorder or SAD mm-hmm. uh, is typically caused by a lack of sunlight. Right. And it, they say that the people that really do feel it extremely have light sensitivity and those shorter yeah. days. Um, can affect this and some of the treatments for it are tanning beds yeah light treatments or uh there's a special light you can get that's not a tanning bed it's just a light like a lamp right that you can stand under or have shine on you for like 15 minutes a day and it hits you with the the similar type of waves you know what natural sunlight does what that that makes me think of is so we i used to have fish we kept a big aquarium for a long time there and you could buy the lamp that would go in there that was made specifically for plants that would you know help photosynthesis happen and they they would grow under this artificial light it's almost kind of the same thing i think i mean they're it's blasting you with the same light that you would get from the sun i would think that 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 lamp would be something very similar to that i could be yeah i mean really Um, and I mean, I've seen even on, on what I was doing, looking up here, it, those lights are not cheap. <laughs> so I'm thinking, could I go oh. to Walmart and buy the $10 one and it do the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. 
Hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, know. you never know, really. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that could be. I know any, anything that says medical after it is going to be extremely expensive. I don't care if it's a rubber band. It's going to be extremely expensive. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they've got to go through special testing and FDA exactly. approval and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I'll just buy the, 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 the plant light for the aquarium and, and stand under it for a while if I get really, really depressed in the winter. <laughs> yeah, and, but that's what that's what I think affects me, honestly, at this time of year. Because, you know, in the summertime, I'm out riding the bike. I'm right? doing the motorcycle, the bicycle. Like, I'm outside. And, I mean, and the work that you're in, you're outside a lot. So you get a lot of exposure right. outside to the sunlight. And, I mean, realistically, the benefits of being out in the sun for people – there's some bad things that happen as far as like sunburn and, and, you know, right. increased Melanoma. risks of, of cancer, you know, certain <laughs> types of cancer. But, but the benefits of actually being out and absorbing that is pretty good. I mean, it, it makes people feel better. It makes you, I don't know. It's just, it's just to me, the summertime, spring, summer, fall, that's, that's my time, I guess. Yeah. Winter, not so much. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, and I'm like you, I, I like to be out and doing even like when it's hot out, I don't even mind because I'm that weird person that loves to go out and mow the grass. I, I know I'm yeah, odd. I, hate mowing yeah, I know. But, it's because I'm allergic, but yeah, I'm not. And I, that's one of those things that I really enjoy doing because I, I'm outside, I'm doing something. I'm, and I, I see progress as I'm working, you know, as, as I'm mowing, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm making progress here. So I don't know. I, I do thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. So, um, but that's one of those things. I, it gets me outside and doing things. And th- I think that's one of the things too with this building the house deal. I spent most of the summer outside, and it was really, really, really nice. Even though it was hot, I enjoyed being outside and and, and just being with contractors or or being on site doing things. It was it was nice. So, I don't know. No, yeah, I, t- I, to- I totally get it. Uh, and I feel the same way. Like in the summertime when I'm out riding the bicycle and stuff, like I really enjoy that. I like being outside. Right. Uh, even in the heat, like people ask me all the time, you know, you're crazy. It's 95 degrees and you're going to go ride a bicycle. And I'm like, yep. Like 20 something or 30 miles. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, hey, you're, you're, you're a better man than I am for that one, though. Yep. I just got to say. And I, I think really with it. me, though, I, I've had, you know, I always have issues with knee, my knees. I've had right. issues with my knees forever. So, I think with the whole riding a bicycle thing, if if it, and I know it's low impact, but I think if it didn't hurt, <laughs> I would enjoy it more. But that's one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, I just it, I, I the the benefit does not outweigh the pain. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, and I'm the same way. Like it really bothered my knees for a while until I had a good fit done, and that took care of that issue for me. But that's not for everybody. Right. Right. But so, yeah, and then and then you work down in the, to the winter time where it gets cold and it's nasty and there's no sun and it's always raining or snowing and you can't see the sun even if you're outside. If you are outside and the sun is out, you're still having to wear like a coat and gloves and you don't get to absorb any of the sunlight, so you're not getting the benefits of the sunlight that you would normally be receiving. This is true. Uh and I think it really does affect me. The reason I hesitate to call what I experience depression though is because uh depression is clinically defined as uh, when the symptoms interfere with the, your enjoyment of life or daily functions, including work, sleep, eating habits for at least two weeks consecutively. Ah, And that's the problem with me. I don't think it ever hits me for two continuous weeks. Right. Uh, I think there are periods Maybe in there a, where a few I come days. out of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I mean, it has in the past. Don't get me wrong. Like, right. I, but, but I think typically I'll hit it for a week and then I'll start coming back out of it. Uh, and then later on I'll get yeah. back into it again. And then so come it kind of comes out. in waves kind of a thing. So yeah. it's not necessarily a continuous thing. I can see that. Right. And I think that, I think that's probably what most people that feel some sort of a, a depressed state during the winter feels. I don't think it's a continuous thing except for those few people that, that, it really does show, you know, for an extended period of time. But I think that most people will have, you know, days where they're like, okay, I'm just down and out, especially whenever the weather starts getting really rough. Right. And then you you kind of come out of it when the sun comes back out. I know just here lately where we've had all of this rain and snow and just yuck, the days whenever you don't see sunshine at all, I have felt kind of down. And But then like today even, for the few minutes that the sun has come out, it's been really nice, right. um, even yeah. though it's cold. So, I, I mean, it's one of those things. Yesterday I came home after work and I sat there in front of the television. Uh, Penelope, you know, immediately ran to me as soon as I came home and I sat down with her and we were watching puppy dog pals and uh, the sun was shining in like through the front windows. And in the house there, with the sun hitting me, it was very, very warm. It felt nice. So just having that was enough to kind of lift you up, even though I had been inside all day and and for the last few days it had been rough. But I mean, just just that much. It it doesn't take a whole lot, you know. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, I think they recommend 15 minutes a day. Yeah. I mean, the treatments. That's not bad at all. Right. Yeah. Not bad at all. Um. So what does it look like for you? I mean, so we were talking about this whole like right. depression. How do you identify what I mean? What are some of the your personal symptoms or things that you if you would like to share something like that? I, yeah, I don't of care to. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so first off, let me just say, if you're out there, if you think you're suffering from depression, one of the biggest things for me is you feel isolated. Right. For me, like I feel isolated from anybody around me or anything around me. Like I feel just cut off. And I would like to say though, that if you are depressed, you're not alone. Like there, it it affects a lot of people on average in America. It affects 7% of the population. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a big chunk. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking like 16 million people roughly. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a big chunk. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it does. It makes me feel alone. It makes me feel isolated. Uh, I feel like there's no point in trying to call or talk to anybody. Nobody wants to talk to me. Why would I waste my time? Why would anybody want to talk to me? Uh, you know, I get those kind of thoughts, those kind of feelings. And I don't reach out to people because if they wanted to talk to me, they'd call me. Right. Which is kind of a self-defeating cycle. Because I was going to say, not- that, yeah, that's one of those things where if if you're kind of feeling down because no one's caught rich, reaching out to you, but you don't reach out to anyone else either. It's kind of like it's the same side or different sides of the same coin. Yeah, it is. It totally I mean, is. Right. But, I mean, that's, I, but that's for me, that's what it is. Like I start feeling like nobody wants to spend time with me. Nobody cares. Right. I'm alone. There's no reason to keep trying to go trying to do anything like I might as well not even get dressed today. I'm just going to sit in my pajamas and eat cereal and, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I can see that those days are easy to, to, to that, that kind of a, a pattern is easy to fall into. And those days are hard to break away from, especially for me in the winter right. months. 
Right. So. And it, yeah, especially in the wintertime because it's cold outside. You don't want to go do anything anyway. Right. Uh, so why not just sit at home and not get dressed? I mean, this is true. This is true. Um, for me, a lot of it, too, is is when I get those kind of same feelings, the monotony of kind of doing the same thing all the time, that also kind of weighs on me. Um I, I enjoy getting out and like say doing this right here. The podcast is awesome. Right. This is, it kind of breaks a routine. Um, but you know, get up, go to work each morning, come, you know, come home in the evening, fix supper, you know, hang out for a while, go to bed, get up and repeat the same thing over and over and over and over. I think that too weighs in on the winter months, especially, you know, I teach. So we're talking, I'm, I'm in school from, beginning of August until typically the, you know, the end of, of May. So I'm in that monotonous kind of routine through that, this terrible time of year anyway. So I don't know. Monotony gets me. That's one of the things I, I love change. I love any kind of like something different. So that helps, I guess, to, to, to try to break the, the cycle. Yeah, see, I don't have that really. I mean, I go to work if right. I have to, but yeah. my work is pretty much the same thing every day. But like, at least you get you go to different places. I go to different places, but I mean, I sit in a car by myself. True. And drive for six hours a day on average. I mean, that's that's kind of my day. Right. It's pretty right. much driving. And so it's just, it is very monotonous. It's the same thing. I mean, I might be going somewhere different, but I'm just sitting in a car alone. All right. Day. Yeah. And then I come home alone. I kinda, and then you basically get the truck driver syndrome. It, it may be a different road, but it all looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's all <laughs> the same. Uh, so I think that's that's what that's what it is for me is I just start feeling just kind of down. Yeah. I mean, well, depressed. isolated. Yeah. Depressed. <laughs> but but mine is just like this feeling of unworthiness, like, you know, if I was worth being around, people would call me. People would want to hang out with me people would want to talk to me right. but obviously i'm not because nobody is so yeah. what's the point yeah that cycle and eats itself right there is what yeah, that is. yeah it yeah it's just it's just a loop that yeah. feeds itself but i mean that's what depression is it's for me that's exactly what it is i just get stuck in this loop in my head that i can't break out of uh very easily that it i mean it literally takes um a conscious effort to oh, try yeah. to break something like yeah, that. Yeah, without a doubt. You yeah. have to have a desire to do it. I right. Mean, it's, it's, and that's another thing, too, about, and, you know, I'm not a psychologist or psychiatrist. I have no training, but, you know, from a lot of stuff I read and listen to and different experts that I've heard talk on the subject and, and what have you, the human nature is re- repetitive. Like, right. Humans desire comfort they desire uh comfort might not the right word we you are want to know we are social creatures we're for social sure. yeah we're social but you, you a human will resist change where possible right they want the same yeah there's they want structure structure okay that's a better word yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so you get in this loop of doing the same thing every day and having the same feelings every day and you get that's what you want. You don't want to break that because that's that's change. That's hard. Right. C- 
complacency is something that we easily slip into. Ex- yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're, you're explaining this much better than I am, but that's what it is for me is like you get in this pattern of thought and then it's easy to stay in that pattern of thought. Absolutely. It's hard to break that pattern and try to do something else. Yeah. That's where that conscious ever has to come in. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, why do people get depressed? So the theory for sad. Yeah. I mean, so there's, there's, there's four basic types of depression uh, the most common one is just called major depression. That's just depression. Like just that's, straight up. You yeah. Know. That's just what people think of as depression. But the, the, to break that down, I mean, if you want to get technical, it's called dysthymia. Okay. Uh, that's like the clinical Greek or Latin for right. it. Okay. Uh, but there's four basic types within that there's postpartum depression, Okay. That's one. Yeah. That's where, you know, a mother has given birth to a child. And yeah. Or her, su- there's been a separation of some kind. Right. Well, no, it, this is specifically usually triggered by the hormonal change oh, after okay. birth. Okay. Postpartum depression. That's it's specifically, typically it's called the baby blues. Uh, yeah. I know we actually read a lot about that after, after Penelope was born and she was yeah. like, I don't know if I'm going to get this or not, or it may show up. It may, it may not. And it may not show up for like a month or two, or it may show up the day after you never yeah. know. So. Yeah. And, and it's a real thing. And it's typically a hormonal changes caused by pregnancy. Okay. That, that can alter your mood. Right. So that's base. That's typically where that one comes from. Then there's sad, which is the season commonly believed to be due to the change of exposure to sunlight. Uh, then there's major depression with psychotic features where you're so depressed that you start getting an accompanying uh, loss of touch with reality. You start having delusions, uh, which which could be anything delusion, not not right, not it's, hallucinations, right? Delusions. delusions. Basically, you believe things to be true that not, may not necessarily right. be true. Like nobody wants to be around me. Nobody right. wants to spend time with me. That would be that's a mild delusion, but that would be a delusion, right? Because I have friends yes, like you absolutely. and other people that obviously want to spend time with me. <laughs> But it's just, they, but you know, in they your have mind, lives. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. I understand that. And I don't hold, trust me, if you're one of my friends, which, okay, if you're listening to this, you're either a family or a friend. Uh, but <laughs> there are people out there that listen to us that are not, no, I can't say that they're not family or friends because if they're listening, they are friends. But I'm just saying that there are people out there that have surprised me that, that have come up to me and said, Hey, I listened to so-and-so episode. That was really good. And I'm like, wait a minute, you listen to our podcast? <laughs> yeah. So, but so. I mean, yeah. But thank I mean, you guys. Yeah, obviously, thank you. And, and and I'm not trying to say, oh, it's your fault out there because you don't call me. That's not what I'm saying at no, all. No, not at it's, all. I know it's all in my own head. I know it's nothing to do with anybody else. It's just my own messed up brain. <laughs> it's just a thought process. Right. I mean, really. Uh, also, with the psychotic features, you could have hallucinations, which is seeing and hearing things that aren't real. Right. Uh, and... The fourth one is uh, PMDD or premenstrual dysphoric disorder, hmm. which is like PMS on steroids times ten. Oh wow! Like it's it's really aggressive. Uh, this this will typically develop uh, about a week before menstruation starts, and as soon as that's over, then the symptoms kind of clear up. It's definitely a hormonal thing. It's hormonally triggered. And it is severe in the people that have it. This is not just PMS. This is like 
right severe uh so, but those are the four basic types of things that people get honestly if you talk to people that have known me for more than a few years you'll, you'll know that like uh, it's for me it's usually this time of year january february i start getting down i start feeling sorry for myself uh and, and honestly i think it's seasonal affective disorder like i really do i think that's what gets me uh but but other than the sunlight it, you know, if you just experience depression, there's really no one knows why people develop depression and some don't. This is like, true. Like nobody understands why that happens to some people. Uh, there, there, there are factors that they believe could cause it for some people. But yeah, I mean, you, when you say factors, I mean, we're talking like there, there are risk factors or there are factors in everything, but not necessarily all of the factors fit into one category right and and not everyone that experiences depression are going to have these effect factors that affect their lives true true so but yeah so so some of the bigger factors uh genetics right there are certain mood disorders that are linked to genetics they are they run in families right uh it could be trauma based Mm -hmm. Uh, right uh, if you were abused as a child or something like that that can trigger long-term brain changes in, right. in your brain chemicals that, that affect how you deal with fear or stress mm-hmm. that Absolutely. can lead to depression later on. Uh, brain structure and chemistry. Uh, there are some studies uh, like MRIs and stuff where they've studied the MRIs of people that show uh, the frontal lobe becomes less active when you're depressed. So it's, a, it's literally a chemical change in the brain. Right. Or le- yeah, that, yeah, le- that part yeah. of your brain stops being as active, which right. that's where the frontal lobe is also where all your like higher, quote unquote, higher brain functions reside. Right. That's like your impulse control. That's the last part of your brain to develop. Like we were talking about that before in right. a previous episode uh-huh. with the with the people uh, making judgments based on risk. Yes. Like yeah. kids, kids are really bad at risk assessment because their frontal lobe isn't developed yet. Right. It usually doesn't happen until you're like 18 to 20 years old. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, some other things are substance abuse. Uh, I mean, drugs and alcohol can obviously affect chemical signals <laughs> so in many your brain. Things, yes. Uh, and then there are some medical conditions uh, which can lead to depression. Uh, typically, it. Would this kind of surprise me? It's mostly things that that uh, directly impact the amount of sleep you get. I can see that because sleep really is a factor in most depression that I've seen or that right. I've, I've I've experienced or I've talked to people about the lack of sleep or too much sleep can can cause I guess a person to be more susceptible to depression simply because right. you know, I mean it's it's one of those things when you get sleep deprived your brain all of the function changes I mean you you do get the hallucinations and you do get the the auditory and you get um, the delusions and I mean there are so many things that can happen with that and then sleeping too much you basically have isolated yourself and you're kind of mm-hmm. in your own self for so long that you 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 disconnect from the world around you so there's yeah i can see where sleep would definitely have a big a big be a big factor in depression yeah so yeah, yeah. but but i mean there's medical they list medical conditions but most of the ones they list is stuff that impacts your ability to sleep, sleep apnea, right? Uh, 
chronic pain was another one they listed. Narcolepsy. So yeah. Yeah. Like if you're waking up all the time because you're in pain. Right. I can see all of that. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. I mean, that really so, does. <laughs> so those are the things that they say lead to depression. Uh, like I said, for me, it's just that feeling of unworthiness. Right. Like, like I just, and I know it's not true. And that's another <laughs> thing. Like it's in your own head. Right. right. So how do you fight with a voice in your own head that's telling you, oh, no, everybody thinks you're stupid. Nobody wants to talk to you. If I have, if I had that answer, I would be writing a book right now and we would live off the royalties, you and I both, okay? <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, but but yeah, I just, like, so when I, I get that I, way, that's that's, like, it's very hard for me to argue back against that internal dialogue. And I think that, I mean, I think being with people, being around people would, I mean, helps simply because like you talk, you're talking about it. it, Once you get in that cycle of, okay, nobody really wants to talk to me. I'm, I'm not worthy of being around people. They don't want to have anything to do with me. Why should I, I think being around someone or just anyone at that point would help to break you out of that cycle a little bit. If not, you know, if nothing else, just a little, um, but Still, you're right. You're fighting an internal demon, a demon, and it's just one of those things where I, I, I don't know. I, I wish that I knew how to fix something like that, but I, it's it's a personal struggle. I mean, it really, truly is. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, depression is can be bad stuff. I mean, really bad stuff. And this this time of year, it seems to be the whenever it, everybody gets affected by it, or a lot of people do. Um, I think, too, whenever we talk about depression, there are those things that happen around this time of year, especially with the holiday season, Christmas, New Year, um, and all the family get-togethers and things like that. I think the stress of that also plays into some of the, the, the depression that people feel this time of year because... For some people, like like you say, you really really enjoy that time. You get to go and spend time with family, and you guys get to right. hang out, and and it, it's kind of a joyous time. And I I do the same. I enjoy all of that, but it also for me, I think the holiday season kind of gets me down simply because it's 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 just stressful for me. I, I, I it's not that I don't like being around my family. I love being around my family and the big get-togethers that doesn't bother me. I can do crowds. I've done crowds my whole life, but um I don't know if it's just the the change that I get to that you can see year after year um during the holiday season it kind of it, it kind of drags me down for some reason like family that's no longer with us. Um, yeah. family that we don't necessarily, you know, spend a lot of time with anymore, things like that, that can, that kind of gets me down, but I can understand, I can see that like lost family members or people that are estranged family members even. Yeah. Well, and people, people that like grade on you a little bit, but you have to spend time with them because they're right. family. Right. Like I could see that causing stress and then the stress which is a stress is one of the big contributors to depression. So right. I, I could understand that. Yeah. That's, that, that's not what, like, that's not fortunately what, for me. Yeah. Like I enjoy spending my, my family's very small. There's no, right. there's not really an extended family. Uh, it's like five of us. 
typically. Right. So, I mean, it's a very small get-together. See, but, with with us, it used to be a lot bigger than it is now. I mean, I've, I have actively tried to dial it back. Um, and we're now to a point where it's, it is more immediate family, and I'm a lot more comfortable with that. But then again, like I say, you know, lost family members. This is the first year without dad. So that was kind of a, a it was one of those things where we all enjoyed one another's company and everybody seemed to have a really good time. But all of the festivities and the the the, the laughter and the fun was kind of hollow this year. It was hmm. it was just this it was almost like this. I don't want to say a weight that was hanging over everything, but it was just, it was kind of there, you know, um, just kind of an odd, odd thing, especially after everything was said and done, everybody had left and I was sitting there in the living room that, e- that evening, you know, with you know Christmas gifts for Penelope, because basically everything that we, that was there was for <laughs> Penelope because surely that's, not. That's, I loved it. It was awesome. Um, and so, I mean, here I have got this big old giant box of, of, wrapping paper and you know all these gifts that was here and just kind of sitting there shut down all the lights getting ready to go to bed and that's when it kind of hit almost like kind of it was it was like it was always there right kind of right behind you but then it kind of hit was like oh wow so christmases will never be the same so you know it's just kind of one of those feelings and i don't know i don't want to say it made me depressed it it actually i think it it made me appreciate what i have even more so but even though it was kind of sad it was also kind of enlightening um right so i don't know i think a lot of it i think a lot of depression too it comes from perspective how do you view things so i don't know I, i I mean, it's definitely a mental issue. So it is. It so is. if you're able to turn that and spin it in your head to, yeah, I'm sad about this, but look at what I have, right? Or look at, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's how you deal with it. Yeah, you, you in that instant instance. I'm glad. <laughs> right. You can you can assess it and go, okay, hey, look, this is a this is how I feel, but. But I still have all this other stuff over here to be grateful for. And, and so that's that's a good thing. Yeah, I think for so. me it gets in my head. Like it's like I don't sometimes realize and it's usually okay, well, I haven't talked to anybody for like two days, three days. Right. And then I'm like, Wow, I haven't talked to anybody for three days. Nobody's even called me. Like yeah. dang. And then I and then it starts. And yeah. then before I realize it, I'm in that loop. Yeah. But I have a hard time breaking out of it sometimes. You are right, though. Typically, for me, it's somebody calls me up and is like, hey, let's go hang out. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, people do want to spend time with me. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll go and we'll have a good time. We'll laugh. We'll play a game. We'll have dinner, whatever. And that's, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's not as bad as I thought. It's, yeah, that's, that's the ebb and flow, I think, of all of this. You right. know, at least for you, for me. Yeah. 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 For me. I mean, there are people that get stuck there and can't get out. Right. And, you know, unfortunately, I know a few people that are that are there that I wish I could help in some way, but I don't know how. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, you're right. I wish I wish that everyone could have that if they're going to be in this situation, have the ebb and flow of it. So that way it's not just constantly there. 
Um, and I think that as far as coping and moving on past depression, not necessarily just in with the season itself, because like you say, if it, if it truly is, um, something that that's dealing with exposure to light or exposure to, you know, certain elements, those things can change with time. But while you're in it, I, I think identifying the things that are causing it and, and coping with those things, like you say, the phone calls not coming in, the people saying, you know, that, that, that are just kind of, you know, at arm's length away and not necessarily interacting with you, maybe t- making that a, a choice of just call, picking up the phone, calling, say, hey, you know, what are you doing today? Or, or you know, just, hey, are, are you, you, do you want to hang out for a, a couple hours this evening? Or just, just something where you basically or, or, you know, can, I don't know, have some way of, of, I guess relieving that cycle or or breaking out of that cycle and moving past that, if nothing else, just for a couple of hours, I think that would help a person to, to get over, or I don't, I don't necessarily want to say get over, but just have that ebb and flow of it. So that way they're, they're, they're not stuck in the cycle. Um, and identifying what causes it. I think that is a huge, huge, uh, factor in, being able to identify not only you know what makes you depressed and makes you sad, but being able to isolate those things and say, okay, how do I fix this for me? Um, and for me myself personally, it's breaking out of that cycle of okay, this is the monotonous thing. Yeah, this time of year is terrible because the weather is bad. There are things to do inside the house. I, I I have to make that choice. Okay, well, you know, there are things. There are people that I can go hang out with. There are things that I can do here. Um, you know, let's do something different, and then I feel better getting outside and absorbing that sunshine for just a few minutes, or even just opening the windows, the the blinds, and letting sunlight in for a few minutes makes me feel better. So it's those little, just little things. Um, and I think that a lot of depression is little things. It, it, it starts with little, little things that end up compounding to become this big depression that you people are in. And if you can break even just a few of those, it, it starts to break down the depression. But I think people really do have to actively try oh, yeah, to, yeah. and go, you know, so, yeah. and sometimes it's, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, how do you eat an elephant? Exactly. One bite at a time. One bite at a time. Yeah, Absolutely. You can't just, you can't just, sometimes you can't just try to tackle the entire problem at once. You can't. You got to go that's, for that's smaller very, pieces. very wise. Very wise. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there are, there are resources out there. If you're struggling uh, in the, in the notes for the show, we'll have some phone numbers, some websites. Uh, there's always people you can talk to. Call a friend, even yeah. if you think they don't want to talk to you. Try reaching out to them. Yeah, it may not be them. <laughs> uh, you know, it may be me that's 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 thinking people don't want to talk to me, but it may not be that. It's it's it, they may want to talk to me. They just haven't had time to call right. or what have you. Right. Or if you don't want to talk to them because you feel like they're neglecting you, then there are numbers out there that you can call. There are people that will talk to you. Yep. Uh, that are trained to help you navigate through your situations and so. one one more thing that i want to touch on since we're talking about depression um because social media is such a huge part of our lives um 
it's easy to get into that cycle as well as of that being your only only resource of reaching out to someone and if if it truly is the only thing that you have by all means use it to its the fullest of its capability um you know it doesn't matter if you're using you know whatever format you're using um those people that you've connected with that is still a connection you still have that um that that outlet and that way of contacting someone so um even though it can be negative at times and you might uh, we we talked about how people uh, you know sometimes they'll they'll look at all of the feeds that everyone else has and and they'll, they'll judge themselves based on what you know what they're seeing <sighs> typically people don't air their dirty laundry out there it's not normal i don't guess that people would put up the the you know bad things right but yeah social media is the highlights of your life it exactly it's the is. best parts of your it life. is it is that it is the silver lining yeah so um just remember that and know that even though these people might look like their lives are perfect they're not um they're just like you they're just giving you a snippet of what happened good on that day so um, reach out to them, talk to them. They are there. They are your friends. So um, that's, I just wanted to throw that out there because for some people, that's what they have social media. Um, because right. I mean, isolation is a real thing. I've got one of my best buds from growing up had real isolation. We're talking 12 miles from anyone, 20 foot of snow in Northern Montana. He really was Jack Torrance, you know, from right. the shining during those months from middle of October end, uh, you know, end of October, all the way through the end of April, he really had no contact whatsoever with anyone other than his significant other that was there with him. Right. So in those situations, you really do have to use those outlets of reaching out to someone because you don't have interaction. So it, it, it can work. And I don't know how many times we sat, you know, just chatting on the phone for two or three hours, you know, and that it helps it just just making contact even through something like that helps oh so. yeah yeah well yeah exactly by all means reach out there's always somebody there uh if you know phone call you can call a friend there's 800 numbers that you can call there's websites you can go and do live chat right i mean there's always a way to reach out to somebody to try to get help yep yep there's a bunch of people on this planet it may Talk feel like it but you are not alone yep this is true there's there are people that care about you. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely right. <laughs> Even people you probably don't know, just simply because you're a human being. Yep. They're like, hey, yeah, you're the same as I am. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> All right. So we've talked about bad stuff, the depression. Yeah. Let's 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 lighten the 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 mood. Right. Okay. Let's go. Where so, are we going? I, that's the that's the question. If you could go anywhere in some place that would make you just ecstatically happy or just content. Where would it be? I mean, there's a lot of places on this old rock. Um, and would it be some place that you would go, say, um, that you've been to before, so you know what you're kind of getting into? Or would you try something completely new and, and exotic? Um, what would make you happy? Where would you travel to if you could go anywhere in the world? Um, you, I mean... I have a few places. There's there's not just one. Huh? I've got a few that I would be like, okay, if someone said, you know, here is a blank check, you can go anywhere you want in the world and, and buy you a house, 
there's a few that I would probably have to just toss coins until I was like, okay, that's the one I'm going to. All right. Well, where's where's the where would you go, sir? Um, okay. So first, there's a. I, I would like I w- I would want to. Um, I guess I need to frame this in. Where would I want to be on a long term basis? I think in my my personal. I love the Caribbean. I love the ocean, and I love the you know being in those that warm weather area. That would definitely be on one of the like places at the top of my list. The uh, Grand Caymans Island, Grand Cayman Islands, I thought were absolutely some of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. Um, San Juan, Puerto Rico, was gorgeous. I would gladly move there today if I could. Um, and then if I wanted to stay stateside, I would maybe even think like Key West area. Because I mean, you're, it's basically the Caribbean, but you're just you can still just you know drive your car up across the bridge and you're back up in the states. Um, if I were going to just a coastline somewhere, Charleston, South Carolina, I love, and I've talked about Charleston multiple times on our podcasts. Um, right. Everything around it, not just Charleston itself, but like Folly Beach to the south and Olive Palms to the north, and just that whole area. To me, is just it's comfortable. I, I, I've been there enough enough now to where it's. I don't want to say it feels like home, but it could really, really, really easily. You know. <laughs> wow. Um, and then I would love to go north. I, I've never been north, like New York, Boston, Philadelphia. Oh, I thought you were going further. Okay. Um, I'd like to go that area just simply because I, I'm I'm a history buff, and I would love to go see the places where we got our start i think I that would, like, would be beautiful i would like to visit the land of your buddy colin i would too i would love to go and see canada yeah um, you know how to spell it right canada yeah c-a-n-a-d-a close you're really really close yeah c-a-n-a-d-a <laughs> nice i like it <laughs> I would love to go up and visit myself. Um, that that would be that's one of my that's one of my bucket list items is to go up and and sit down at, at and I'm going to throw this out there. Colin, love you. I hope you're listening to me. Uh, Triple Crown Dinette is in Montreal. Um, if you can go up there and have a nice meal, he is the head chef there. Um, and then stick around maybe on I think Wednesday nights he plays at the Barfly. Um, Colin Perry and Blind. That's that was his group at the time. I don't know huh. if, if it's still huh. Colin Perry and Blind, but I know he plays at the Barfly. He's a regular. So well, I mean, you know me, and I like to try different food, right? Yeah. And the only thing you ever hear about Canada and food, poutine. You do, uh, yes. So I have to try some poutine at some point so i'm just saying if you can make this happen i gotta try some poutine like real poutine though not like some freezer stuff in a microwave or right something. <laughs> and i've i've if you i've looked on his website or his uh facebook dude some of the recipes that he comes up with look amazing he he has presentation and the stuff the stuff that he's making sounds so good Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd love to go up there and just, just like, all right, Colin, whatever you're fixing, I'm eating. I, I trust you. Just, just fix me up, brother. Um, so I think that would be awesome. Excuse and, um, so I'd love to visit Canada. If I were heading out West someplace, um, mm-hmm. Flagstaff, Arizona, and I know it's completely landlocked and just a weird kind of, why would you go there? 
Dude, that one, the one time that I've been there, the whole place smelled like a, a pine cone or a pine tree air freshener. Like we rolled oh, down wow, the windows okay. and it was just, it was nice and cool. Was, I mean, we're talking August and it was nice and cool there. Um, it smelled nice. The, the, the people were friendly when we stopped and ate. Um, it just, it was so nice. It was just a nice little town. And I was like, this is really awesome. Um, so I, that's one place. Of course, the Rockies, Glenwood Canyon is gorgeous. And I know you couldn't live there because it's totally isolated, but it's beautiful. So somewhere close to there in one of the towns where you could go into places like that and, and just like spend days, you know, hiking or fishing or whatever. I think that would be so nice. Nope. No, nothing mm-hmm. in the Rockies. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Too much snow. <laughs> too much snow, too much <laughs> nature, too many... I can see Mountain that. Mountain lions trying to eat your ass. <laughs> I'll pass. Thank you. But those are some of the places that I have been to uh, that I would love to go now, okay, to. Okay, for me, I'm going way off in left field here. <laughs> okay. Uh, I thought about this quite a bit, actually. And, um, I, like, I'm just, you, you're not going to see this coming. <laughs> okay. Germany. Okay. I don't have, like, a specific place. I don't know enough about the country to say, like, here. Right. But just from reading about it, I mean, they're the, you know, the pillar of the Euro right now. Right. They're the, you know, the EU, they're financially, they're the most stable country in the e in the European union. Uh, you know, everybody knows that the Germans love their rules, right? They don't joke around about that stuff. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's actually a really peaceful country. Right. Uh, I can see that. They have uh, a lot better workers' rights than oh, most yeah. other countries, including America. Right. They, uh, maybe France is about the only place that has like better workers' rights than, than Germany, just about. Uh, you, you got, uh, you know, all this stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure Germany also provides... Uh, you know, via taxes. I'm not saying it's free, but they provide secondary education to all their citizens. So you're, you're guaranteed a college education right. or university, depending on what kind of English you speak. They also have healthcare. Right. Yes. As a, again, provided through your paying your, in, paying your taxes. Uh, they have excellent public transportation system. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Trains, buses, they're usually pretty well on time. Not maybe not quite as much as the Japanese, but right. Uh it's a great cycling country. Absolutely. Uh the countryside from what I've seen in Germany is gorgeous as well. Yeah. And they got all like all the old castles and stuff there too. I mean, it's so picturesque. Oh, it literally like yeah. the little towns that that I have seen on like the travel channel and things literally look like something you would open a picture book and be like, Oh, look at this quaint little place with a castle that overlooks. I'm like, This is this is where like Cinderella and stuff comes from. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe Rapunzel. Rapunzel yeah. sounds like a more German name. It does, yeah. Cinder- so, well, I guess Cinderella possibly. Cinder- I don't know what that, anyway, uh, pretty much everything is closed on Sundays in Germany. Yeah. Uh, even though it's not like a huge religious state. Uh, it's in the middle of Europe. So it's so easy access to mon- can, so many things. Yeah. You can travel around German food. I mean, 
Most people make fun of it. I know. I, it is good stuff. So good. And <laughs> don't forget, I mean, how could you possibly forget the beer? Uh, well, I'm not a beer drinker, but for the, someone who is. Oh, well, I <laughs> <Yeah>. am. <laughs> I'm almost sure that in the world, they are one of the leading countries for renewable energy. I could probably see that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they have for, I mean, I'm sure that there's other countries like in Africa that don't have infrastructure that are probably more quote unquote eco-friendly. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's because the, they lack, the lack infrastructure. I was going to say the lack of no, doesn't right. necessarily mean you're a green state, but I'm, but I'm pretty sure Germany <laughs> has one of the lowest dependencies on fossil fuels as far as like, dude, that's awesome. Main power grid. Yeah. I mean, they still have cars and all that and, the, and right. all that stuff, but but I'm but pretty sure as far that, as like, they're making that transition over to be a lot more green. And but as far as the state, like the main power grid for the state, I'm pretty sure has one of the lowest dependencies on fossil fuels for like coal and oil powered. Right uh, now, something I did electric plants. I, I listen to NPR a whole lot, mm-hmm. um, and something that uh, I did hear on NPR the other day, which really really caught me off guard because i was not expecting it um tech wise um germany um is i don't want to say not necessarily as stable as some places but um they were talking uh, in the article about startups and businesses that rely mainly on networking and web access and they were they were really behind on that. We're talking like someone that that would move into the area, say an Amazon type, you know, situation where they would come in and they need a lot of bandwidth. They're not getting it. They basically it was so it was almost archaic. They're saying like to the point that. Oh, yeah. To the that point, may shoot Germany in the foot for me. Yeah. To the point that. um um, they were talking about uh, the the one that they were interviewing was a business that did 3D printing for specific companies that had to and they were up they were uh, building these models on their computer and then they had to network it over to the to the printer right like 24 to 36 hour turnaround to get it from their computer to the printer before it ever started how far away was the printer like that seems like in a local- the, in the same room. Okay, well, that's just a local building issue. It, it, this is they said this is happening all over because everything is is so um, they they haven't put so, uh, much of an emphasis on building a network well, that was I mean, that was that's stable. Um, and even yeah, even the bandwidth that's the like, company's fault. It, no, I'm saying that this no, is no, that's the com- that internally. If it's inside your own building, that's well, your I'm, fault. Yeah, I'm just hire saying. a network tech to run your cabling. Right. I'm. I'm not saying but, that that's not an issue, but I'm just saying that even things where it was it was network based, where they were having to use outside sources, they can't get it. Okay. So it was it was. I, I know. Like I said, it completely caught me off guard. I was like, wait a minute. The, the, here, this is, they're, they're supposed to be like a leader in all of these things, but that was one area that they were like they are so behind. So that's kind of a scary thing. Other than that, though, <laughs> yeah, I got to have my broadband. Yeah, yeah, broadband. I, I want to say their max broadband over there was like three or four meg. Oh no! I, I, I oh, for no. some reason that that number sticks in my head. I, I like I said this. This is something that I, I heard on NPR a few days ago. It's been a couple of weeks ago, even. Um, Germany, yeah. Germany. Why? <laughs> so I, I pulled something up here that's interesting. Um. So, Traveler, 
This is this is like the international magazine, the you know Traveler magazine, oh, okay. um, has listed the ten best places to live in the world according to a, a big poll that they did. Um, this was um, from August seventeenth, two thousand eighteen. So it's it's their recent poll. Okay. Um, and it says, <laughs> the, I love this. the The caption is, "When in doubt, move to Canada." <laughs> that was kind of a kind of uh, well. A the, neat pro- thing. the only problem I, I actually checked into that a while back. I uh, did too. I've looked at how much it costs, and it's the cost. Yeah. It's so expensive yeah. to get a visa. Yeah, and then get, and you have to have guaranteed employment. Right, it takes like eight years. Yeah, I think or something I, like I, that. I looked at it as well. Um, I'm just gonna say I looked at it in 2016, <laughs> right about the same time that that their website crashed one night in November. <clears throat> um, I anyway. don't remember when I looked into it. I looked into it a while back, uh, but I think it was like. Thirty something thousand dollars that you had to have for yeah, like the fees like, and stuff yeah. and the paperwork. You had to have guaranteed employment. It yes. took like six or eight years to yeah to go through the process to go through the of, citizenship process. Yes. I'm, I'm not, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, you, you can, can go move like, there faster than that, but to go to become a complete citizen, right? It takes or, it takes time and money for yeah, sure. Yeah. So they here in this um, this poll that they did they they put 140 cities into it. This was these were okay. you know locations that people would would typically go to, um, and they ranked them, um, you know basically you know one through 140. Um, the top ten were a, um, Adelaide, Australia. I think that's how you would say that. A D E L A I D E, Adelaide. Sure. Australia. It got an overall score of 96.6. It has a stability rating of 95. Its healthcare is 100%. Culture and environment, 94.2. Education, 100. Infrastructure, 96.4. Um, literally, the, 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 the town looks like um, the picture that I'm seeing here. Looks like something that you would see in the Caribbean. It's like these stone structure buildings and uh, like the little monuments and towers and things like that and palm trees. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So then Copenhagen, Denmark is next on the list. I won't give all of the stats for all these. Tokyo, Japan is number seven. Toronto, Canada tied also for number seven. Uh, Vancouver, Vancouver, Canada was number six. Sydney, Australia was number five. Um, Calgary, Canada was number four. Osaka, Japan was number three. Melbourne, Australia was number two. And the number one place to live in the world, according to their um, poll, was Vienna, Austria, with an overall rating of 99.1, 100% stability, 100% health care, 96.3% culture and environment, 100% on education and 100% on infrastructure. Nice. They really knocked it out of the park. Um, and I can see where, like, you were talking about the German area and all that kind of stuff. Someplace like Austria, Germany, uh, Sweden, Denmark, those areas I think would be really well, nice to be in because. So, some of my problems, like um, Australia. Yeah. Like, it's, okay. I, it's all well and good, but I have some real serious problems with some of their legal policies right now. Okay. Uh, like major, major problems as far as I'm concerned, like personal privacy issues. Okay. Like the Australian fe- federal government, whatever their like national government, yeah, has just passed laws saying that the government at any point at any time can demand every bit of data on your phone, and it has to be provided to them. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Or they can throw you in jail. 
huh. until you comply. For no reason. They don't have to have like any kind of suspicion. You don't have to be a charge with a felony. Nothing. They can just go show us everything on your phone. And if you refuse, you go in jail until you don't refuse. Yeah, that's not cool. No. Not at all. No. And they're demanding that hardware manufacturers put in back doors to the devices so that they can oh, access wow. them. And the problem with that is there is no such thing as a secure back door. If there is a back door in the hardware, it's an it can unlocked be exploited. back door. Yep. Absolutely. You're right. You're absolutely so right. So I have real problems with what Australia is doing right now in personal privacy. Uh, Canada, I, I like kind of like Justin Trudeau, I think, is doing some good things. I agree. For them, I think I like the direction that their federal government is going on most issues. I mean, anywhere you go, the government is going to, there's, there's, there's going to be there's good, levels po- of corruption. And yeah. In, uh, anywhere you go, you're right. Yeah. Like some of the oil, some of the oil field stuff, the environmental stuff that they're doing in Canada, I'm not a big fan of right now. Right. Like it's, they're damaging the global environment by yeah. some of the stuff that they're doing. So, I mean, there's issues everywhere you go. Right. right. And you, uh, that's where I think that's where whenever we talk about, you know, when, where would you like to go and where would, where would you be the most comfortable? You have, you weigh those things out. Right. And you just come to a personal, you know, decision. Hey, yeah, I think this is awesome or this is not. Um, so, yeah. I, but overall, I think Canada would be a nice place. I think. I don't know. I've never I, been. So I, I can't never, necessarily say. I, I, I want to say Canada so far north that if I was going to live there, it would have to be probably B.C., right? That's the West Coast. British right? Columbia. Yeah. That's over on the West Coast, yes. right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's where the warmest part. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah, like, you're right. Like I would have to get over on the Pacific Coast where it, the, the ocean <laughs> would kind of help keep it warm a little bit because I don't know if I could tolerate like, you know, negative 40 degrees no i don't know that i could either i i, I like warm weather and that's which is and that's why celsius would, by the way I, well yeah but i mean that's why i would head south i think because i overall i really i'm not a huge fan of winter i'm not a, few, a huge fan of cold weather so that's why some like the caribbean that's that would be like my cup of tea i i could live my life the rest of my life in the uh you know the 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 Sperry's and um, linen pants and button down shirts and, and a, a little whatever fedora for fedora for that from now on. I'd be fine if that's all that was in my closet. Just give me some later hosing. I don't know about later hosing, but <laughs> did you uh, say gafluga saka flaga blagen? I can't I, like anytime someone says later hosing. What I think in my what I see in my head is when Clark Griswold in European Vacation gets lederhosen on and goes up and starts dancing on stage with the guys and they get into a fight on the stage and and like the beer hall turns into just a brawl it's i, I don't know I, I that's what i in my mind i see is 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 Clark Griswold <laughs> I just know it's the like green pants, short pants with suspenders. With the suspenders, yeah. yeah that's the, all I know. Yeah, and the little hat and the. <laughs> was that part? Of, I thought the later hosen was just the I think shorts the later and suspenders. Hosen, I think it is. I think it is. But okay. I mean, he had the full get up all the way down to the little socks with the the, the tassel on them and the the right. little you know it was it it that's what comes to my mind. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. I think though those are the places that I would go. Right. And I would probably go Canada or Germany. Those yeah. are like Germany and then Canada would be my preference. Yeah. You know, it used to be I would love to go over and at least spend some time in Britain, but with all the stuff that's going on with Brexit right now, I don't know that I would want to even go over there for a day or two because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. 
Yeah, it's well, there's some craziness going on in our world, but you know, oh well, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like a contest. It really it's is. Like, hold my beer and watch it. Oh, you think that's something? Well, yeah. let me show you what's going on, buddy. That's, wow. Guys, settle down. You're like national, you're like global leaders. Yeah, like, just, calm down. Just just chill. Be, settle. be what you are, and that's that's a leader. QE just needs to go in there and start backhanding some people and send them straight in parliament over there. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, <sighs> so drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Where would you like to live? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. What are your What are your uh, dream destinations? And if you're depressed, holler at us. We'll talk back. We don't yeah. care a bit too. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. all we love all of y'all. Yeah, we do. Of course we do. <laughs> uh, and, and where could you uh, send us that information? Well, there's a couple places. Um, Facebook.com forward slash Two Minds Podcast. Yep, you can hit us up there. You could uh, shoot us a tweet tweet tweeter. Twitter, tweet, tweet, I don't know. A message, DM you know, us. Yeah, slide up in our DMs on Twitter <laughs> at Two Minds Podcast. <laughs> um, send us an email. You know, those things are still out there. It's Two Minds Podcast at Gmail dot com. Right. And uh, that's you, how you can get a yeah. hold of us. And then we are on Podbean. That is our hosting site. Two Minds dot com. Yeah, yeah. You can find this episode. All of our past episodes are available for download there. Or you can subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher, uh, whatever that may be, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, or Podcast Spotify. Attic. Yeah. Yeah. Or now we are, uh, you can find us on Spotify. If you go under the podcast section of Spotify and in quotation marks, search for quotations to minds podcast. That's three separate words. Uh, you'll find us in there. Cool. That is awesome. So vacation. I think we're going to try to do like Disney World this year. So I, I think we're going to take Penelope and we're going to go spend a couple of days in Disney and then go to Daytona and spend like three or four days or just south of Daytona in um, Sweetwater, I think it is, uh, or something like that. I can't remember. I think that would be good just to get away from it.